what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hey, Meredith. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. You know, there's really no way I'd love to spend a Valentine's Day than with my favorite guy in the world, Clayton. Yeah, the, the, the timing was unfortunate. Uh, you know, I got I got a chance to have some dinner with the mom and and exchange Valentine's cards, but then I I had to go do my my bachelor duty. You know, so that wasn't wasn't the best way to spend Valentine's Day. Well, Clayton probably disagrees, but. I, I can I can concur with you. Not maybe if I liked the lead a little more, you know, if we had a, a Hannah Brown or maybe a, a sad boy Greg. Well, so 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 Clayton's not growing on you, the big lug, huh? No, I I would actually like to take back a lot of the nice things I said about him last week. I think I was just blinded by nice words that my boyfriend said about him. I felt bad. I was trying to be nice, but it's not how I really feel. Well, did were there? There must have been some highlights. I mean, I, I wrote down that Clayton did make the right choice by finally ditching Shanae. Yeah, you know, it's good to make the right choice, but how how much can we applaud it after so many times making the wrong choice? Oh, so it took him a while to get there, but he finally made the right choice, and he sent uh, Shanae packing. Which you know, after you know, as cocky as she was and and everything, it was it was uh, good to to finally send her on her way, so we can find find a new conflict uh, to to scratch. Yeah, I put as a high, sort of relating to that, is we got to watch Gabby double fist champagne bottles when they were celebrating Shanae going home. I enjoyed the girls' little party. I did too, but I, I was disappointed that they didn't show it when Guinevere came back and like they get like Genevieve, Genevieve, Guinevere, whomever. Yeah, the the girl that uh, got to stay when Shanae got home, and they were all celebrating because they saw Shanae's suitcase being removed. But we never saw Genevieve come back, and I, you know, I thought they'd like throw Gatorade or champagne or something <laughs> like some sort of Super Bowl celebration, and it would have been really fun and cool. We didn't get to see that. No, we didn't get to see a lot this week. We didn't see that. We didn't see Sarah's one-on-one date. The day portion of it didn't exist. Yeah, that was a little bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, we were we we're getting a choppy timeline this week for sure. Well, so you know, also for right reasons. I put down Croatia looks nice. You know, I, I, I looks like a fun place to visit. But I, I, I was somewhat amused when Clayton announced that they're going to Croatia. Uh, I think one of far. the most romantic places on earth. And everyone starts cheering, and I keep thinking to myself, how many of these people could find Croatia on the map? Now, now with that said. I think I could. I would get close to Croatia. I'm not sure I would have exactly gotten Croatia because I grew up before a lot of these these uh, countries sort of moved around a bit. But uh, I think I would have gotten closer. I just I just wonder how many of them can find Croatia. Yeah, I probably couldn't. Not very good at my European geography. But it was quite beautiful. Yeah, I put as a high that you know headed back to Europe. I feel like we are really getting back to the basics this season. You know, very limited COVID issues. We're traveling. We have two-on-one dates. Like, 
It feels nice. So, so sort of a question. I, I, I'll throw it you because the the ladies seem to be so happy to go to Croatia. They're wandering around Croatia with their 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 mouths open, saying, "Ooh, look, a castle! You know, look at this, look at that! You know, and it is it looks very beautiful." But do do people come on the show truly to find love, or are they doing it because hey, we get to travel to some cool places, and maybe I haven't gotten to travel there before. Maybe I'll never get to go to Croatia. So, what, why do people do this? I think it's fair to say that no one comes on this show for love. That's no, I'm I'm not ready to say that. I think that there might be attempts to find love. I don't know how how um, how hard they're trying, but I think they're trying. They're, they're, to some degree, they're trying. I think a number one reason people go on the show is for the Instagram followers, for the opportunity to become a C list celeb. Second reason would probably be travel, and then maybe a fifth reason is love. I don't know what number three and four are, but it's not love. Okay. Well, I, it just seemed like they were really embracing the tourist part of, uh, of, of the travel there, and, and which is fine. Well, I don't blame them for that. I'd be doing the same thing. But uh, I have heard that as a contestant, you don't actually get to experience much of where you're traveling, except for like when they're out filming like the B-roll or whatever. Otherwise, you're pretty much just locked up in the hotel room. Okay. Um, I also liked Croatian Quest, with with the exception of the fish eye eating. You know, I didn't really like that, but I I I enjoyed the whole Croatian Quest Viking sort of thing, which obviously seems to fit well with the, um, um, you know, you know, Clayton is sort of the the ultimate. Uh, Viking type guy, so I, I enjoyed the the competition that they had there. I enjoyed Clayton trying to talk through Teddy saying that she's a virgin. I think that it was very funny to watch him stumble through his words and figure out the correct thing to say when a girl that he probably would want to bang tells him that she's never banged anyone, and I think. He started off by saying, "Well, I definitely couldn't tell," and it's just, like it's, I just found it amusing watching him stumble over his words. He, he seemed to be working on getting some confirmation that that she might not be she she might be okay not waiting until she's married. You know, so so you know, they, he seemed to be trying to clarify that. I, I don't know. Things didn't seem to be clicking. You know, Teddy said. I realized I don't want to wait till marriage. I'm just waiting until I'm in love. And Clayton's like, so you've never been in love. And it's like, yes, that's what she's saying. She is a virgin because she has never been in love. Exactly. Keep, can you follow this? Let's keep moving here, big buddy. Well, he, you know, Teddy might have, you know, I think at the very first show, we saw some, some scenes with Teddy talking with her family about this particular issue where she was basically saying, hey, if it's right, I ain't going to wait, you know, so, uh, you know, this, this might be a new conclusion where she at some point said, Hey, I might be in love, but I'm waiting until I'm married, but she's changed her thought process where yeah, now I'm, I'm sort of in love. I'm not going to wait till the marriage part. You know, I'm going to go ahead and, yeah. and try that out. I was just amused, like watching Clayton try to process it and like be profound. He's like, well, if you've never been in love, how are you going to know what it's like? And I'm like, how does anyone know what it's like? This is a dumb question. Well, you know, he's 
the, the wheels move a little slowly for Clayton, but he's processing. He's he's doing what he can. So, did you have any other highs? Because that that's all I've got today. Well, I, I I did put as a high. I put uh, that I I thought that Susie made a clever move with her mysterious note of you know meet me at the bell tower and and uh, didn't sign it and you know of course uh, you know. Clayton is curious, George, and he's going to go to the bell tower and figure out: is this something that's good? Is this something that's bad? Is somebody is mad this Shanae? You know, is Shanae going to murder me? You know, what's going to happen? So, um, I guess that's one other benefit of going to Croatia: the likelihood of someone that you just off showing up. Uh, somebody that you off in Canada is probably not going to show up in Croatia. I'm not sure that the franchise is going to pay for that trip. Yeah, I think I think we're done with Shanae for now until we get to the women tell all. Yeah, Shanae, so so another, you know, as I guess we're sort of moving toward low lights. You know, uh, it seemed that Shanae who was very very chatty throughout this process uh, about how much she, how how genius she was and and the wonderful connection once once she got her walking papers she didn't do too much talking, you know. I, you know, it was it was a pretty abrupt. You know, I can't believe this is happening. I hate Clayton, and and I'm gone. Yeah, she a lot of choice words for Clayton. She she turned on him very quickly. Wow. I I put as a low her lying about Genevieve during the two on one day. You know, saying she wants to go home, pack her bags, she's ready to leave. You know, maybe she did say that, but we were never shown that being said. So for us, this is Shanae just pulling more crap out of her ass. It is just, you know, it was fun for a while, but it, it's getting old. It's getting old how, like, Clayton believes it. Because another low I have is when he's sitting there about to hand out the rose and he turns to Genevieve and he says, I just have one question for you. Are you an actress and are you lying to me? Clayton looked like such a dope when he asked her that. He looked like such an idiot. And Genevieve looks so taken aback and shocked by the, quest- by the question. And she asks why he's asking her that. And he can't even give a reason. So he just says he needs a, a minute to process and gets up and walks away. Like, you don't even know why you're asking that question? Well, unfortunately, pretty much the same thing happened on his date with Sarah, mm-hmm. where, you know, our our new mini villain, Mara, uh, you know, plants the seed that, uh, you know, Sarah or some of the some of the, the, the ladies who are younger are really not ready for marriage. And, you know, just, you know, they were saying that, oh, how can I get engaged in two months and blah, 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 blah. And again, he sort of buys it hook, line and sinker. And I. I did put down as a low that, uh, you know, it seemed to me that he unnecessarily really put Sarah through the ringer there and that she's sort of been on board with this thing or seems to have been on board with this thing the whole time. She's given no reason for him to have any doubts. And then, you know, one loco puts a bad seed in his head and he's he's going to you know, go into to Perry Mason uh, legal mode here and, and start questioning you. And then I'm going to walk away so I can process things because uh, I process things better when I'm all by myself. So uh, it, it yeah. looked like the same thing happening with Sarah. He's very gullible. He, he'll believe anything anyone tells him. 
And I think he's learned, or maybe he just has really bad chapped lips now, but he's not going to just kiss anyone when he doesn't want to conversate with them anymore. He's learned that he can also step away for a minute to take some time. And that's like the only dramatic thing that he knows how to do as the lead. Well, sometimes, you know, us guys need our guy time, you know, off by ourselves to process these things or play golf or whatever it is that we do. He got to go on a jog in Croatia. I guess he did. So before we before we get away from Sinead, there I, there were a couple of things she said that also struck me. Um, you know, that number one, she when she was making her case to Clayton, I think she said that she's been in three long term relationships that have all been blank, bad, put in your own word, which to me sort of strikes me as a red flag right there of, you know, this, this person seems, you know, it, it, at some point it's, it's not them. At some point it's you, you know, and I would hope Clayton could figure that part of it out. And then, um, you know, after she was dumped, she said, you open up and be true and vulnerable. That's why I'm single. You know, that's, you know, that struck me as comical, but. Uh, She's uh, very true. You know, she, she calls Genevieve an actress and is, you know, pulling these lies out of her butt. And, you know, I'm pretty sure last week she, Shanae was saying that she was a better actress than Meryl Streep. I, I seem to recall that as well. Yeah. Do you really think, do you really think she's going to show up for the women tell all? I mean, that's, that's I don't think she way. has much of a choice. It's, it's, con- it's contractual. I think for the most part it is. Yeah. Unless like you're a really minor character that they don't care about. Well, I guess that's going to be somewhat um, somewhat must-see TV yeah. for Bachelor fans, at least. She, she might get some some redemption there if she can, you know, swallow her pride and just apologize and take it on the chin. But if she she acts like herself, then it's just she's it's going to get worse. Yeah. Well. I I have a major low that I don't know if you caught on to. Your usual luggage monkey that you love so much has been replaced. Well, maybe it's a Croatian thing. Oh, well, I guess we're still in Toronto then. You're right. Your luggage monkey is gone. You really loved him. Okay. Well, I'm, I, I didn't. I didn't pick up on that, but I, that is that is disappointing. Yeah. You know, so it, it and and was was the the new luggage monkey was that sort of a dramatic pause or was the luggage monkey just confused on which one to to, to grab? Because no, just a, a dramatic pause. A dramatic pause. Okay. Um, my final low of the episode. I've expressed this before. I hate gross food eating challenges. It's so disgusting. I don't see why it's something that keeps occurring on reality TV shows, but I hate it. I don't want to see it ever again. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Unfortunately, I fear that you will see it again because it appears to be, I, I know you're also a fan of Survivor. I'm sure that they're going to do it every year on Survivor. They, they don't really do it much anymore on Survivor. Well, they will at some point. You know it. So they, they come back to it. it I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, 
not so crazy about it either, although uh, a few of the ladies were braver than others. But it's sort of like after you eat some of that stuff, does, does Clayton really want to kiss you? I'm not sure that your breath is going to be too good after you're eating pig brains or livers or whatever. Well, he, he's learned his new skill of walking away to take some time. Take some time and pass out the mouthwash, methinks. <laughs> the, right. only other, the only other low I had was... Uh, at some some critical juncture when Clayton is confused, he has to go to our our co-host Jesse Palmer for bachelor advice, which makes me which makes me chuckle just because of you know as as we know and, and our Canadian comedian pointed out, it's not like Jesse actually succeeded on the show. So I'm not I'm not sh- thinking that Jesse is the person that I would go to for bachelor advice. But it's not like he's got a lot of choices, but. There could be some producers or somebody that, that seem a little bit wiser than Jesse that maybe he's talking to. Yeah, I think maybe you just take what Jesse says and do the opposite. Maybe, maybe. Okay, my right reason, I'm going to breeze through this because I don't like giving him credit, but you know, I'm giving it to Clayton for sending Shanae home finally, and that's that on that. Well, you know, you started out by saying mean things about uh, Clayton, but yet you can give him a little credit. So that's good of you. Yeah. My, my right reason I'm, I'm giving to Teddy for being open and honest about her, her sexual status and, and sharing it with Clayton. I think that the timing was appropriate in that it's not something that you're going to do uh, the first time we get together and, and you know, we're, we're trying to build some foundation and I guess we're in the middle of this. Maybe we're sort of getting toward, maybe we're a little past the middle of this at this point in time. And I think it's, it's not something that you share right before the fantasy suite situation. I think that her timing was, was appropriate and, and I thought she handled herself um, in a mature and, and appropriate way. So I, I say, well done, Teddy. Yeah, good job, Teddy. I don't feel like she, Teddy and Clayton have a connection, though. I don't see much of a spark there like I do with Rachel or Susie. Like, Clayton just didn't seem that excited. Teddy didn't seem that excited. It just, I don't know. I don't think Teddy's making it to hometowns. Yeah, I'm, and, and considering the information that he just got, I would – I hope that uh, Clayton takes that into account. If there are some doubts there, I hope that he uh, tells Teddy that the time, it's time to go. Yeah, it would be very crappy if, you know, Teddy is going to Fantasy Suites and we find out Clayton sleeps with everyone. I'm sure that's not really how she wants this to go. I, I'm with you. Yeah, that's that would, be, that would be a downer if that's my first love. <laughs> All right, my wrong reason, I believe – her name is pronounced Mara, like the marinara sauce, but I keep calling her Mara. But I have a lot of bullet points here. She was very annoying last night. Well, and before you go too far, I'll just say she was awesome, my wrong reason. But please <laughs> take it away. So she starts off by crying about not getting enough time with Clayton. And I think this was at the cocktail party at the beginning of the episode for the rose ceremony. She talks about how she's like a grown ass woman and has a lot to offer and she's crying. And I'm like, this is just not a good look. You know, it's very obvious to me that she is not Clayton's type at all. And like, I think she just needs to cut her losses and maybe self eliminate, but she just doesn't see it that way. So then she also cries about being on the group date 
when Sarah's getting a second one-on-one. You know, she again, she just needs to see the light here. Head out before Clayton shows you the door. Leave with some dignity. But no, no, no. It, she's going to tell Clayton that the women he's directing his attention to don't reflect him saying that he wants a wife. Because and it, when he asks why, she's like, oh, you know, their age. And Clayton, like, Clayton knows how old these girls are. This is not new information. And who is she to say whether or not someone's ready for a long-term commitment because of their age? Like, do I agree that 23 seems a bit young to get engaged? Yes. Do people still do it? Yes. Fair points. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I just found Mara, Mara exhausting and, and very tiring. And I was wondering, you know, that we, we got a lot of her last night. I don't know if that's, if, if they have that many interviews with all of the, the ladies and, and they, that's just the way the producers are focusing it or, or she just, she's just, uh, talking more than everybody else. It just, uh, it just was very exhausting. I just found myself very tired of hearing from her about what a wonderful cat she is and uh, her complaining that she's, she's done so much. I've given so much. And what has it gotten me? You know, she, you got you a trip to Croatia. So (laughs) I think you got her a round trip ticket to Croatia. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, she's just not the sort of person that I think that I would enjoy being around for, for that long. I mean, maybe there's a reason that you're not on a one-on-one just because if I had to be with you the entire day, I'm not sure I would, I would be a happy person. Yeah. And like, I just don't think that Clayton's into her. Like, I feel like you got to take the hint when you still haven't gotten a one-on-one and other people are starting to get their second one-on-ones. And I also felt like she was kind of like, bringing us back to the 60s and 70s, talking about how, like, you know, these people aren't ready to be a wife. Like, just the way she was talking about being a wife felt like, I don't know, it felt like we were taking feminism back a few steps. I'm not sure why. just, like, wasn't vibing with it. And watching all of her interviews, like, I just felt like it was getting sad and pathetic. And it honestly, like, kind of made me already miss Shanae a little bit. Like, at least those were entertaining and not pathetic. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm not going to miss Sinead. Sinead is just sort of evil, so I'm, I'm not going to really miss that. Yeah, but it was like a funny evil, like a shocking, oh my gosh, is this real evil? Like, you know that these tears are real, and then Mara is like, is very upset that she's not getting picked and is going to try and sabotage in any way she can. You know, I, I found it somewhat surprising that she made it through that last rose ceremony. Um, you know, and, and I don't know what what input the directors have on these things, and do they see you know a conflict there between Sarah and, and Mara that uh, now that Shanae is gone, we can mm-hmm. uh, play. I bet up. they just saw that Mara was weak, that she was about to break, so we got to keep her around for one more week. <laughs> It's about to break, yes. So, and and I'm confused at where we are in, in terms of rose ceremonies and this whole thing. I don't know. I don't know where we are at this. We point. got so close to almost being on track. We got three dates this week uh, in Croatia, and we're just waiting for a rose ceremony. But we have to get the to be continued to see if Sarah's going to confront the women and figure out who talked to Clayton about her. 
and, and then there's a rose ceremony. Are we? How close are we to hometowns? Where are we? Is, is that next or what's going on? I feel like next week will be probably our last week before hometowns. Okay. So, like, we've got a big cut coming soon. I don't even know how many we've got left. I don't either. But I know that Mara and Eliza and Genevieve are the only three that have not gotten a one-on-one. And they should be exiting soon. Okay. All right. Well, um, who is, who's your MVP this week? My MVP is Susie. I like that she reversed the roles, sent Clayton a date card to meet her at the clock tower. And she's taking matters into her own hands when she feels like she needs more time with him. And I don't think we've seen Clayton so excited since he saw his buddy Clarence from Mizzou a few episodes ago. Like he was just very hype to meet up with Susie for some good news at the clock tower. I don't know why, but it made me think that he's like pretty into Susie or he just thought that maybe she was going to leave and was excited that she decided to stay. But you know, big news. Susie has entered stage one of bachelor love falling. <laughs> so I might be falling for you is uh, stage one? Yeah. Or maybe stage one is like I can see myself falling for you. And maybe stage two is falling. And then stage three is in love. But that's usually the, the cycle of the way things go. You might need to workshop that a little bit. But I like where you're going there. Yeah. There's definitely a process that you have to go through to fall in love on The Bachelor. Okay. So. Susie's my MVP. I really like her. She seems cool and chill. I liked her on the group date talking about how she has an inner savage. And she, I like that as well. Yeah. She's beautiful and has a great personality, and she's way too good for Clayton. Yeah, that's sort of what that worries me is he, she, I, she, I think Clayton's playing, playing up a level there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the, yeah, Su- Susie seems to be very sharp, and, and I'm just not sure that Clayton's going to be able to keep up with her. And I think no. at some point, Susie could get bored with him. I'm hoping she self-eliminates, and I could see her. Let, let's just go ahead and do this. Who would you like to see from the season as the next Bachelorette? I have two people in mind that I would like to see. Well, I would consider Susie, you know, and, and part of me wants to say Gabby, just because she's so. Those are my two as well. She's sort of awkward and eclectic, and and uh, she could be fun. She would be, but I, I almost hate to put her through that. She seems too nice. I'm not sure she's. I'm not sure she's tough enough to go through that. So I, I don't know if I'd I'd want to make her do that. Just sort of like that that other girl that I like from the, the Abigail. Yeah, yeah, I would. I, and with that said, I don't want Gabby to go to the Paradise Island either. I don't, you know, let's. Abigail found a good relationship on Bachelor in Paradise. Well, I'm very happy for her. Good for her. Anyway. Okay. And while we're here, who is your predicted top four? Who was or who is? Who is? Um, so I, I still, you know, two of my four are still alive and I still like them, Susie and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably put Sarah in there. Um, and, and I guess Gabby, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, I think he likes Gabby. I just, I worry about Gabby because you know, she seems 
nicer and more pure, more pure than most of the people on this show. So I don't know if I really wish that upon her, but I could see it being her. I agree with Susie, Gabby, and Rachel, but after seeing the previews for next week, it looks like Sarah could crash and burn quickly. So I feel like maybe it's Serene because we see Serene saying that she's in love with Clayton. Yeah, I, I, you, you could be right about that. I, I couldn't remember her name, so I'm, I couldn't go with her. <laughs> All right. Well, those are our final four predictions. So do you have some fatherly advice to wrap us up today? Well, contrary to Shanae's thoughts, I, I do think it's okay to be true and vulnerable and honest. And that does sort of create the foundation of a strong relationship. But unlike Mara, who seems to, to feel like she's going to wear the, the mantle of I'm going to be the total truth teller all the time, um, it's okay to not point out every inadequacy in your partner. You know, if, uh, you know if, if my shirt doesn't exactly match today, I don't need my partner to, to, to say that. Or, or you know, if, if my pants make my, my butt look a little too big, you know, you don't have to tell me that. You know, so you don't, you don't have to share everything. We're not perfect. We have to sort of deal with each other's nuances. Um, I thought there was a good point uh, in... Um, Clayton and Teddy's date where they were having fun just doing regular boring stuff. You you want to be able to do that with your partner, you know, just sort of hang with them, you know, just, just sort of wandering around town or just hanging out together. You don't, it's not like we need the bachelor people to put us on a helicopter to have a good time. You know, we can, we need to have fun just uh, hanging out. Um, and I guess finally, you know, it's it's great to try new things with your significant other, but don't force them to try weird foods because nothing makes a date go downhill faster than someone gagging into a bucket. That's sort of a, a real downer for the dates. So, um, so that's what I got. That is just some great Valentine's advice there. All about love. All about love. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we've got for you this week. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to comment, rate, subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, we like to thank The Mesh for hosting us. Go check out all their other podcasts on TheMesh.tv. And join us next time to hear more about Clayton's season from The Right Perspective and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.